welcome to 20-Minute Christian Counselor. My name is Rob Orham. I'm a pastor and a counselor, and in this podcast, I provide biblical counsel for the practical matters of life. So if that sounds interesting to you, and you've got about 20 minutes, I invite you to keep listening. Welcome back. This question I'm going to wrestle with today actually came up recently in a marriage class I'm teaching. And it is a very relevant, very loaded, very important question. How can I rebuild trust in my marriage? How can I begin to trust my spouse again? And let me begin by saying that sometimes it's hard for us to understand or remember what trust really is, what it looks like, what it feels like. If we've been in a relationship for a long time, we can lose perspective. We can lose sight of what is healthy and what isn't. So I want to start off and talk a little bit just about what is trust. What does trusting someone look like? Here's some thoughts. Trust is believing someone is telling you the truth. Trust is believing someone is who they say they are. Trust is believing someone is where they say they are, doing what they say they're doing, when they say they're doing it. Trust is believing someone is being honest with you. Trust is believing someone cares about you and wants what is best for you. Trust means feeling safe with someone. Trust means being willing to be vulnerable with someone. Trust means that you can take what people are saying at face value and not have to wonder if they're really meaning something else or they're hiding something, or they're trying to manipulate you or control you in some way. In other words, trust means not having to doubt or wonder or second guess or protect yourself just in case. Now, I I spelled this out because if you realize right now that you are wrestling with any of these issues, these statements that I just made about trust, if you're struggling with some of them, then you're probably having difficulty trusting your spouse, and probably for good reason. Why is this so important? It's because trust is essential in any healthy relationship, especially in a marriage. I mean, trust is the foundation upon which every other aspect of your relationship is built. So a lack of trust or a a breach of trust, it undermines the entire foundation of the whole relationship and causes huge problems in every aspect of it. That's why it's so important. Now, the good news is that trust can be created and trust can be rebuilt if it has been broken. It's possible. That's good news. The bad news is that trust can be broken 
in a moment. One bad decision, one bad choice, one bad word, trust can be destroyed. The bottom line is, the key to trust is honesty. Honesty is the bottom line. Lying, deceiving, hiding, manipulating, gaslighting, controlling, all of these are trust destroyers. And these are behaviors that are good reasons not to trust someone. So let's get to the question. How can I rebuild trust in my marriage? And by the way, the truths and principles I'm sharing today can apply to any relationship. I'm just going to focus today on the marriage relationship. The first step to rebuilding trust in your marriage is to first completely put your trust in Jesus Christ. There's no way around this. This is critical. You need his strength, his wisdom, his guidance, everything he makes available to you. You are going to need it as you navigate this difficult challenge of rebuilding trust. In the end, Jesus is truly the only person who is absolutely, completely, perfectly trustworthy. So turning to him, leaning on him, trusting in him is going to be the foundation and your source of strength and wisdom as you try to rebuild trust in your marriage. Also, if you are the one who broke the trust in your marriage, you need Jesus just as much. You're going to need his humility, his patience, his endurance, his long-suffering, and so much more as you begin the process of proving yourself to be trustworthy once again. So step one is you both need to completely surrender and seek Jesus. A second critical, essential aspect of rebuilding trust is honest confession and true repentance. Whatever trust-breaking behavior has occurred, whether it was an affair, whether it's an addiction, whether there's been financial deception, whether there's been abuse of any kind, whatever's gone on, trust can't even begin to be rebuilt until the person who has broken the trust through these behaviors comes completely clean and confesses everything and demonstrates a true willingness and a true heart of repentance. And by the way, repentance means a change of direction, a desire to be different. The offending spouse must completely acknowledge their wrongdoing and prove that he or she is truly sorry and really wants to change. And I'm using some of this extreme language on purpose because this is essential. If this happens, there's potential to rebuild trust. If true confession and true repentance and humility doesn't happen, 
trust will not be able to be rebuilt. There's no way. If it does happen, if true repentance and humility does happen, the next step for the spouse who broke the trust is proving your trustworthiness over time. And there is no quick way to do this. There's no quick fix to rebuilding trust. Trust is created or rebuilt over time. There's no way around that. So the person, the spouse who broke the trust, must be willing to humbly, patiently, continually prove his or her trustworthiness for as long as it takes. And this is where I see people really struggle. The trust breakers often get impatient with their spouse, and they can't understand why it's taking them so long to trust them again. And I just have to say, speaking the truth in love, that is a selfish attitude. That demonstrates an unwillingness to do whatever it takes. And again, this is one way in which you, the trust breaker, need to turn to and rely upon Jesus. You have to be willing to do this. In true repentance and humility, there will be a willingness to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes to earn back the trust that was broken by you. Anything less than this attitude will not work. Now, on the part of the spouse whose trust was broken, they have a big challenge too. There needs to be a willingness to try to trust again. And that's scary. And that's dangerous. So again, this begins with you trusting in Jesus to guide you, to give you wisdom and discernment, to heal your wounds, and to protect you in this process. So just as the spouse who broke the trust has to approach every day with the mindset of trying to prove his or her trustworthiness again, so the spouse whose trust was broken has to approach each day with a desire, with a willingness, and with an effort to try to trust again. And again, you are going to need Jesus to do this. And throughout this entire process, complete honesty, openness, vulnerability, transparency, and accountability is mandatory. And let me give you a warning. Any breach of honesty, even the slightest little dishonesty or lie or deception, will completely destroy the progress that you've been making in your trust building. And you'll not only start over from where you were before, you're going to be in an even deeper hole that you now have to dig out of again. That's why it's so critical that you commit to absolute honesty. Both spouses need to commit to seeking Jesus first in their lives during the season, and really during every season. He is able to give you everything you need to go through this process. He wants to restore your relationship. 
He wants to restore the trust in your relationship. And maybe you've never even had it before. He wants to help you build trust in your relationship. And he can do it. Nothing is impossible for him. He's done it for many other couples before you. Think about that. Remember that. He wants to make your marriage better than it's ever been. But you need him to do this. You can't do this without him. And it's going to take time. So here's a question that you both need to wrestle with. It's what Jesus asked the invalid man in John chapter 5. He asked him, do you want to be made well? Do you want to be made well? Do you want God to heal your marriage? Are you willing to put in the time and the effort to allow God to rebuild the trust in your relationship? Are you willing to allow God to heal your hurt and your resentment and your bitterness and everything else that's going on? Are you willing to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes? Are you willing to step out in faith because that is what it's all about, faith in God, in Jesus? Are you willing to step out in faith and believe that God can do something that you can't even imagine is possible? Because he can. Trust is rebuilt one step at a time, one decision at a time, one day at a time, one conversation at a time. There's no quick, easy fix. But rebuilding trust in your marriage is possible if you will allow God to be part of the process. And let me just say here, you may need some outside help. Oftentimes, a close friend, a family member, a pastor, a counselor is needed to help you navigate this challenging season. And that's okay. We need each other. You don't need to try to go through this and figure it all out on your own. In the end, if you're willing to commit to the process, if you're willing to surrender your life to the lordship and guidance of Jesus, your marriage can come out the other side stronger and better than ever. And think about it. What a powerful witness and an example of God's love and grace that would be to your kids, to your extended family, to everybody around you, if you allow God to do this miraculous work of healing your marriage and building or rebuilding trust in it. I have to mention this. Not everyone is trustworthy. There are some people you shouldn't trust. Jesus did not trust everyone. Look up John chapter 2, verse 24. It talks about Jesus not entrusting himself to everybody because he knew what was in people's hearts. So if your spouse isn't willing to do what I'm talking about today, isn't willing to really come clean and confess honestly, isn't willing to truly 
humbly repent and want to be different, isn't willing to start work on proving trustworthiness to you, well, then you can't and you shouldn't trust them. So what do you do if you're married to an untrustworthy spouse? That's another big question I'm going to have to address in a separate episode, and I will. That's too much to deal with today. Let me summarize. How can I rebuild trust in my marriage? Step number one, begin by turning to Jesus and completely surrendering your life and placing your faith in him and also surrendering your marriage and your family to him. You cannot do this without him. Step number two, the offending spouse, the spouse who broke the trust, must completely, honestly confess and repent of whatever broke the trust. And that will include removing anything in his or her life that contributed to the breaking of the trust. And that also might mean getting any help he or she needs to avoid ever doing that again and to heal wounds that may have occurred because of what he or she has done. And step number three, both spouses must commit to do whatever it takes with God's help to rebuild the trust. One day at a time, one moment at a time, one discussion at a time, one issue at a time. Speaking the truth in love to each other, being quick to hear and slow to speak and slow to anger, getting whatever help you may need as you try to navigate through this process. You know, Jesus one time said, with men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. I love that phrase because I think he acknowledges from a human standpoint, humanly speaking, it might be impossible to rebuild trust in your marriage. But, but if you allow him to do so, God can do beyond what is humanly possible and what you are personally capable of. He can change people's hearts and minds and lives and marriages and families. He can restore trust in your marriage. He's done it for others. He can do it for you. Thanks for listening today. If this has been helpful to you, please consider subscribing, providing a review, and telling your friends. Also, if you have a question you'd like me to address, contact me at my website at roborum.com. Until next time, keep your eyes on Jesus. Jesus.